Coaches, the conference we don't deserve has been assembled. This June, the Spring Tumbling Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, hosted by some of the most knowledgeable and respected coaches in the industry. Spring has partnered with Shea Crawford of Brandon All-Stars, Romel Usuna of World Cup, Casey Ballou of East Celebrity Elite, and Corey Rickett of the Cheer Sports Sharks to bring you a live, hands-on, and interactive tumbling conference in an actual training environment. It honestly doesn't get any better than that. I'm excited to go, and I hope to see you there. To sign up or to get more information, you can go to springvirtualtraining.com, or you can click on the link in the description. And we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight. Let's get started. Turn it up and tune in into Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like you know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, I'm about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on. Let's begin. This is episode number 54. Not sure if there's going to be a 55, but thank you for joining. And we have a great episode for you guys today. If you've been following along the podcast for a while, you know we've been gearing up for our Nashville trip. So we're going to talk all about one-up nationals. I I have a bone to pick with the industry. Yes, I have a bone to pick with the industry. So I'm going to let you know some of my grievances I have with the industry. We're going to talk about what accurate scoring is. And then I have a... uh, cheer question just for be more that I haven't even prepped her on so be ready for uh to hear that we're gonna put Brittany on the spot but uh we have a great episode for you guys I'm Jason Larkins you know I'm just a cheer director be more she's a cheer mom we can't do the show without her but you know we're just a couple people so we're so glad that you guys have tuned in and you guys want to listen to just a couple of people just talk about cheerleading for you know the next hour or so but before we move on I've got to introduce the one, the only, don't be less when you can be more. Be more. How was your trip to Nashville? My trip to Nashville was fun. Um, I wish it we would have stayed a little bit longer, um, but it was a great time. We truly had so much fun. There we go. Love to hear that. Love to hear. That's why I needed to hear and what I need to hear from every parent from American, that you just had a fantastic time because it really, it really was a good trip. I needed it to be a good trip. And um, I'm glad that it was. But we'll catch up. We will talk all about that, um, you know, here in a second. But I haven't said this yet. Guys, don't forget, like, share, subscribe, do everything. Leave a five-star rating. Help the show out. And, um, no, let's 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 hop straight into this, um, everything. But, B, I want to start here. My grievance with the industry. Are you okay if we start there? I'm totally fine because I probably already know what you're talking about. <laughs> You do? You don't know. I don't know if you know what I'm mad about. I don't know. I mean, I, I could be totally wrong, but I kind of have a little bit of idea just from a bunch of stuff I was seeing last night. So if it intertwines, it would be perfect. That just means our like brains sync up. But if it doesn't, I'll share mine. I think I have something else I'm mad about the industry with that I'm going to share next week. But this week, I have to take care of this first. Okay. I have to, I have to do them in order. Right next week, I have, a, I have two things I'm mad at the industry for. So, if you want to know why is Jason so mad at the cheer industry, I'll tell you again next week. But right now, here's why I'm mad at the cheer industry I am mad at the cheer industry for no one telling me how good of an event One Up is. 
No one. Oh. I mean, a couple people did, but no one told me, or at least the industry has not let us know how good of an event One Up Nationals is. And it truly is a spectacular event. I it's really, uh, Did you watch? I don't watch SNL, but I had some friends who used to watch SNL like back in the day. And um, we had like the old DVDs and they'd put them in. And I can't remember who's the dude that does. Um, it was Will Ferrell doing the impression, but he does the. Um, what's that? Screenwriters Stuart. Guild. Oh, Do I don't screenwriters know. G- anyway, Screenwriters Guild. I think it's called the Screen Screenwriters Guild. Anyway, the guy, he brings on actors and he interviews actors about just their time in Hollywood and all these things. And he was doing his Will Ferrell is doing his impression of him. And he's like, it was so good. I need to make up a word. It was scrumptiolescent, right? <laughs> One Up Nationals was scrumptiolescent. That's how good it was. It, I have to make up a word. It was scrumptiolescent. Until, and I'm mad at the industry because here's what I see all the time. I see this every other weekend. We are on our coaches' pages. There's a pretty okay event. right? I don't want to say it's okay. In their eyes, it probably is good. There's a good event that happens in the industry, and the industry blows it up. I went to this event this weekend, and it was so good. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, I loved it. It was great. I went on this morning to make sure that no one had said anything about 1UP. Not to make sure, but just to, to check. I wanted to make sure that by, to- that by the time of this recording that this statement was still true. I went on this morning. And I did not see a peep about one up. I saw other events get talked about, but not a peep about one up. One up, there's no way that any of these other events were better than one up. That event, I cannot say enough how good of an event that was. It was, and we'll get your opinion on it later. You might feel the total opposite of me, but I thought that that was a fantastic job. And here's why I'm at the industry. Um, well, I'm mad because. No one has told me. No one has really. Some people have told me, but the industry does not talk about one up the way it talks about some of these other events. But I'm mad at the industry because I get the feeling I know why. And here's why I feel. And we've got to stop doing this as an industry. We don't want to give varsity any credit when they do things right. And because, and I get the feeling that because it's a varsity event, we don't, as an industry, want to tell varsity hey you actually did a pretty good job there and and the the event like honestly i can't even it's hard i'm trying to really be i'm trying not to be a prisoner of the moment and i'm trying to think about an event they actually liked more than than one up and and it's hard, it's hard for me to say there's an event I actually like more than one up. Now we can take, especially if we take Summit and Worlds out of it, because I don't go, me personally, I don't go to Summit and Worlds because of how good of an event it is. I go to it because it's the the measuring stick of the industry to say, are we the very best in our class? Right. And that's that's why we go. So I don't care if they had Summit in a parking lot. I want to know that when we go to the event that we, where we measure in the industry. You know, I tell that to the kids all the time. I don't care that it's at Disney. It just happens to be at Disney, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to walk out of here, the national champion, right? So we have those two events, but they're, they're pretty good events, right? Uh, we have NCA, 
which is just, I said this about the NCAA episode, that is the gold standard, especially for regular season events, not postseason events, but regular season events is the gold standard. And the prestige of NCA is just so out there. It's really hard to compare anything else really to NCA because their prestige is just over the top gold standard, right? If we compare it to anything else, I don't think one up, I don't think anything else comes close to one up. Now, Spirit Sports, I think, is a great event. Love Spirit Sports. Can't imagine it not being on our schedule. But it didn't compare to one up. Like, it didn't compare, right? It's just crazy. It's a, it's a match in the, in the sunlight. It's just crazy. So, and I don't know, maybe I'm just speaking for myself. Maybe it's recency bias. Um, but I think we've got to stop doing that as an industry, not giving varsity credit when credit is due. Cause I really think that it was a, uh, a fantastic, a scrumptiolescent event. So, um, shout out to one up, um, Zach Penix, um, and Mike, I can't remember Mike's last name. I think it's Bolden. But they, whoever was part of those two, those are the two names I saw the most as far as running the event. You guys and anyone else. I don't know anyone who, I don't really know anyone else who's um, part of that staff. So I want to, I feel bad leaving anyone out. But a fantastic job to that whole one-up crew. I really thought it was a, a great event. So anyway, B, what'd you think of one-up? I liked it. It was a lot of fun. Um uh, I don't have anything like negative to say at all about the competition. Um, I don't see the way things are ran like backstage, like you do. Um, I just see like parent wise, how it's ran. Um, and to me, it seemed great. It was so stinking nice to not have to show, you know, vaccination, negative tests, wear a mask, you know, uh, social distance. It, that was really, really nice. Um, it was just, we were completely normal. Um, it was a great location. Uh, I, I don't think that the Gaylord itself is, uh, equipped for that many, um, people. It's a huge place. Um, and there's no getting around the crowds whatsoever. Um, so, you know, the lines were long and that stunk, but that's, I, that's just like a given at competition. So, you know, we know that that's going to happen. Um, you haven't been to NCA yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, definitely haven't. But I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought um, it ran great. It ran smooth. Um, you know, day one, we had a little bit of like a musical issue of it wasn't like the music wasn't turned up really loud. And thank gosh, one of our coaches was like, turn it up. And, uh, you know, then Sheila went over there and boom, turned it up. Um, but it was great. It was fun. It was, it was clean. Um, it was, it was, it was open. Uh, so I liked it. I enjoyed it. I mean, I would go back. There we go. We, um, the music happened. I didn't get to watch Junior White either day. Cause I had, I can't remember who I had, but I had another team like in the warmer room at the same time. But I heard the music was low for us in one of our halls on day one. And I can't remember if it was Senior Black or Jay Red, but the music was low in one of the halls on day one. It was better on day two, but I remember day one. Like, I remember having other teams perform before that, and the music was really loud. And then it was 
like kind of soft on theirs or like not as loud on theirs. And I was like, ah, but it was fixed on day two. So, but, and I, I really, other than that, which, you know, good point. Other than that, I needed this event to be awesome. Like I really did. Like I needed it personally to be awesome. Cause last year, you know, last year is the COVID year and it's like, are we going to have all-star cheerleading? What's going on? And I'm like, we have to have a live event for our families to go to. Like, we have to have a live event for our families to go to. So I'm calling, you know, people I know in the industry. Hey, where are live? And everything's getting canceled. At the time, everything's getting canceled in um, California. And I'm like, hey, it doesn't look like we're having any events in California, right? So I'm like, okay, well, I've got to go somewhere where we can guarantee us an event. So I call, um, call one of the homies up. It's like, hey, where are we for sure having events? So, oh, you know, we're having them in the South, you know, the Bible Belt. You can go out here, you know, Tennessee, South Carolina, Florida. Like, we're having them out there. I'm like, okay, cool. So I call up a friend in Tennessee, and I'm like, hey, tell me about One Up Nationals. He's like, oh, it's a great event. And he doesn't really pump it up that much. He goes, great event. Your families will really like it. It's at the Grand Old Opry. And I don't know, I, I'd heard of the Grand Ole Opry before, but I'd never actually been there before. And mm. I'd never been there, or but I'd heard of it, but I didn't know how grand it was, right? Like, I had zero clue about the hotel. And so I'm like, okay, let's, all right. But, you know, he tells me about, hey, it's a great event. Your families will love it. They don't even have to, like, leave the hotel if they don't want to. It's just everything's there. And, you know, they have pretty good divisions and stuff like that. I go, okay, awesome. But he goes, but no events have happened in Nashville so far this year. He's like, we've had a bunch in Tennessee, but no events have actually happened in Nashville. And so I go, okay, well, we'll see what happens. And at that time, all of our families or I don't want to say all of them, but a lot of them are like begging me, Jason, let's go to Nashville. I'm like, okay. So I'm really trying to like make Nashville work. But he's saying no events have happened in Nashville. And I'm, you know, I'm calling around and people are saying, no, South Carolina is a go. Like this is guaranteed. You guys, like South Carolina is a go, Jason. You guys will be able to come out here without it getting canceled. And then Nashville, at the time, Nashville, um, was still pretty close to Summit. It's pretty close to Summit, so it was a negative. It was in a city that hadn't had an event yet. And so I'm like, uh, but everyone, but, and then Spirit Sports was, not Spirit Sports, Myrtle Beach, so Can-Am, was ran by the same office. So for those of you guys don't know, there are, Varsity, although it's like one company, there are different offices that are in charge of certain companies, right? So I believe, and I'm just guessing, and if this is wrong, please, I don't need you to correct me. It is what it is. But like there's the Nashville office, right? And the Nashville office is in charge of 1UP and Spirit Sports and like, you know, a couple other events at that office, that group of, you know, individuals, they that same group of individuals, 5, 10, 15, 20, put on that event, right? And I'm assuming NCA is put on by the Dallas office and they put on all their NCA events and all, you know, I'm, I'm guessing some other events that happened in the Dallas or Texas area, right? ACA and some other things. And there's like, you know, the Jacksonville or Tallahassee, I don't know, 
they, and they, they're in charge. They actually do a lot of events out here in California. But Can-Am, Nashville, or Can-Am, which was a South Carolina event, was put on by the same people that run a lot of our events out here in California that we go to. So GSSA and Aloha and like American Championships. So when we go to Masterpiece or American Grand, they're all put on by that same office. So I felt really comfortable. I was like, well, we're going to go to the East Coast. And I at least know these people, I have relationships with them. So if we go, I feel comfortable going out to the East Coast to an event we've never been to, at least working with people we've worked with before in the past. So that kind of gave the edge to South Carolina. And I was like, awesome, we're to South Carolina. And we put South Carolina on the schedule. And though people were excited for a live event, what I got last year was, we're going to South Carolina. I'm, Jason, I'm glad we're going to South Carolina. I really wish we were going to Nashville, right? That's kind of like kind of the vibe I got from families. Glad we're going to South Carolina. Really wish we're going to Nashville, Jason. Cool. So we're putting together the schedule this year. And that, you know, we're going throughout the whole summer. And people are going, Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. Jason, Nashville. Hey, Jason, you know where I think we should go? Where do you think we should go? Uh, we should go to Nashville. All right. And I feel like, okay, the parents are going to Nashville. Uh, real quick, Nashville ended up being in Atlanta last year. So I'm glad we didn't go to Nashville. <laughs> um, it would have been a totally different experience. But um, well, the parents are begging for Nashville. And I look at the schedule again. And it's a couple of weeks out from Summit. I'm like, man, it's so close to Summit, though. And I got this a lot last year, too that either this year this year slash last year is that families would ask for hey can she miss practice on you know thursday why she need miss practice oh because there, there's this event going on that she needs to go to and I, I i heard this several times and with everything that's gone on we really think it's good for her like mental health to go do this event right oh gosh Right. I heard that. I'm telling you, I heard it a lot last year, a lot last year slash this year about missing practice with the year that, that she's had, she needs to go to like, we feel like she needs some missed practice so she can go to this because it's been like a rough year and I can buy it. Like it's been a rough year. All right. Mm-hmm. She can go. Right. But I heard it so many times that when it came to me making the schedule and I knew it was close to summit, I thought, it's been a rough year. Well, you know, let these family, if the families want to go to Nashville, even though I don't think it's the best, I didn't think it was the best decision for the program. I honestly didn't. I did not think going to Nashville was the best decision for the program. I justified it because one family's like begged me more than any other event we've ever gone to ever. They begged me to go to Nashville and it's been a rough year. These kids, you know, they didn't travel at all last year. Oh, all right, well, we'll put on the schedule. We'll put on the schedule. Obviously, there are some families who are thrilled about going to Nashville, who who maintained their enthusiasm about going to Nashville. And some families didn't realize how close it was to the summit, right? Oh, man, this is like that close to summit? What were you thinking, Jason? I was thinking, I'm trying to give you what you want. Be careful what you wish for, right? So, um, yeah. so we put Nashville on the, on the schedule and, um, again, 
some people are thrilled about it. Some people are a little, they're excited to go to Nashville, but are like, dude, this is like really close, expensive trip, right? And so I'm thinking, man, I really, 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 really need this to be a great event, right? And you know, but everyone I called is telling me, Jason, I'm telling you, this is a great event. Your families are going to love it. Like they're going to want to go back every year. That's how much you're going to, I'm telling you, Jason, they're going to go back every year. All right, let's see. And I call other people and they're saying, Jason, I'm telling you, it's a great, this is a great event. Okay, cool. So on the schedule, we start pulling up to the, um, so now, you know, it's building, we're getting closer. Now I'm hearing about how expensive tickets are getting, right? For everyone who waited last minute to buy their tickets. I'm hearing how expensive it's starting to get to actually fly into Nashville. (laughs) And I'm like, I really need this to be a great event. (laughs) And, and, you know, but I'm getting excited about it because, you know, during the season, I'm just focused on, you know, what's the next competition on to Cincinnati. So a little Bill Belichick reference that no one got, like like 1% of our audience just got that reference. So I did actually. I'm surprised. You did? There you go. Yeah. On the Cincinnati. So I'm, you know, so I'm kind of just focused on whatever event is coming up next. But, you know, as Nashville's like here, it's like, okay, I'm starting to get more excited about it. Start doing, you know, looking into things. Okay, this is going to be great. And but I'm still like hoping, but I've never been before. And so I'm just hoping, like, come on, let this be great. And so we, we um, I remember pulling up to the hotel and starting to see all the signage for the, like, you know, one up nationals here. And just the signage started getting me excited. Like just seeing signs that said one up nationals was like here started getting me excited for the event. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like this is going to be a good event. And I remember we walked into the hotel and the lobby was cool. You know, we walk into the lobby and you can't really tell how big the hotel is like from the lobby, you know, we're just in the, lo- it's just a normal lobby, right? We're in the lobby, but we walk into that first, like, I'm not sure what they call them. I'm going to call it an atrium. That is right. There we go. We walk into that first atrium. And when I saw a waterfall, like a legit waterfall in the atrium, I went, oh, yeah. And they had like that bridge that went over like the creek. There was a creek in the lobby, right? Like with koi fish, right? I'm like, and I see the waterfall and I just see like how big the hotel is in that first atrium. I went, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. But our rooms are all the way on the other end of the hotel. So we walk into the next one, right? The the garden, you know, atrium, conservatory. And that thing was like, this is spectacular. Like, this is crazy. And we ran into parents who that got in there like before us. Jason, this already is the best event of the season, right? We haven't even stepped foot on the cheer mat yet. This is the best event of the season. We haven't even done anything yet, right? And so that right there told me it was going to be a great event. And it just was, and we're going to talk about later, like what makes a great event, but it really was like that venue alone was just incredible. And then we go to the Delta place with all those different food places. It was just a really cool experience. Other than that, it was, you know, typical varsity stuff. And, um, you know, so, you know, the stage I love a raised stage, which science sounds dumb, but I really like a raised stage. I hate having to squat down and get on my knees to watch the teams actually compete. So, yeah, so having it on a stage, to me, makes a huge difference. The venue halls were were nice. Mm-hmm. The venue halls were nice. The, you know, plenty of room. You know, I mean, they had the three halls going. Like, all those different things just made it like, okay, 
this event was great. And again, I, I want to talk about what makes a great event a little bit later. But, you know, actually, maybe we should talk about it now. No, I don't know. I'm not sure which one we should do. But <laughs> shout out to the – because I'm trying to think if I should tell my senior black story right now or if we should talk about what makes a great event. I just, want, I just want it to make sense, you know, when we actually talk. But I guess it doesn't really matter. It's our podcast. We can do what we want. So what do you want to do, B? Want to talk, should I tell my senior black story or should I talk about what makes a great event? I think what makes a great event because we're talking about how fabulous this event was. And obviously it was a great event. So I think you should indulge us on your what makes a great event. All right. So here we go. Here's what makes a great – three things I really look for in a great event. Three things. I think you have those three things and you can have a great event. Uh, First, I think you have to have deep divisions and they don't have to be super deep, but you have to have actual competition in your divisions, right? I think that, you know, you guys all go, you know, parents pay a lot of money for us to do a competitive sport and they actually want to go and compete. And it's nothing, you know, one thing I, I hate more than anything else is when a parent says to me, like on a comp day, so do they have any teams in their division? And I have to say, no. Right? I, I absolutely hate it. You know, And I don't feel bad when we go to the Bakel battle right here in town and there's no teams in our division because we don't really use it. You know, We're not really trying to compete. We're just trying to get out on the floor. But when we start leaving the city of Bakersfield, if we leave the city of Bakersfield, I want to have competition in our divisions, right? Yeah. Um, I want to have at least two other teams in the division. At least two other teams. But I like having nice, strong, deep divisions, right? And it's so crazy that you that now four teams is considered like a deep division, right? But I want to have like mm-hmm. a deep division, right? Where and we had good divisions there. So I yeah. can't remember how many junior white compete against what they compete where they have like four in their division, four or five, yeah. something like that. Four in their there division, five including them. Five including them, right? Uh, junior blue had like nine teams in their division. I think yeah. senior black had four teams or so in their division, something like that. Um, but I like, especially you're gonna do a travel trip across the country. No one mm-hmm. wants to do a travel trip across the country just for an exhibition, you know? So one, we have to have, I, I need to have deep divisions uh, in our division, you know, at the competition. The next one is the, the venue and the production. And I learned this. Well, no, the venue and the production, right? And it's, you know, you walk in and that venue kind of gives you a sense of like, well, is this, do we, we're spending all this money. Parents know how much money they're spending on these things, right? Gym owners know how much money they're spending to actually go. And we actually want to see that the that there was some actual effort like put into these events. Oh, real quick, now that I'm on this subject. um, Yo, can we bring back, can we, can we bring back the the um what's that thing called event producers all listen the screens on the side of the stage back in the day and i don't know if they've actually had it since you've been a cheer mom but back in the day events used to have screens on the side of the on the stage like some of our bigger like world's events would have screens on the side of the stage so as the team was performing like if you didn't have a good view from your chair or like in standing in the cage you could just look over to the left or the right and actually see the team performing as they were performing, right? Like the good, like, you know, the varsity view that they have. Like the judges view. 
We need to bring that back. We need to bring that back. We need to bring that back. All event producers, please listen. We need to bring that back, especially at our – not you don't have to bring it back at the one days or at the smaller events, but those big world's events, bring bring back the the um, the screens on the stage. I would absolutely love that. That would make my experience better. But, you know, I the agree. production of of everything, right? The venue. Is this a nice venue? I remember when we went to – um. actually, I'm going to bring this up in the next one. But the last one – is the city and the location that it's in. Now I'll bring this up. I remember we went to, and here's how I realized that that was an important uh, thing. We went to Daily City. American Masterpiece Mm -hmm. traditionally has been in San Jose forever. San Jose, and I'm not sure what happened, but for whatever reason, American Masterpiece wasn't going to be in San Jose, and it was going to be moved to Daily City. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know anything about Daily City. I have zero clue where Daily City is. I assumed it was in Northern California. But I'd never been there. I don't know anything about the city. And it's in Daily City, and it's going to be at the Cow Palace. I don't know anything about the Cow Palace either. But it didn't sound like the most, you know, attractive event space. And I remember we got to the Cow Palace, and they... They used to do this. They don't really do this anymore. Maybe they still do, but they used to do coaches meetings. I guess they really don't do them anymore. They're all virtual now. But they used to do the coaches meetings, and they would kind of walk you through the event. Hey, here's what's going on. Here's how the event's going to work. And they would, you know, kind of give you a brief rundown of the event and how everything was going to work. And they give you a tour of the venue and everything, right? Anyway, we get to the Cow Palace. The Cow Palace. Moo, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It gets to the Cow Palace. I remember looking at it from the outside. The Cow Palace, for those of you guys who do not know, is like a famous like rodeo spot in Northern California. Yeah. And and there's nothing wrong with rodeos, but this thing hadn't been updated since like the 70s. That's what it looked like. It looks like they haven't updated this event space since the 70s, right? And I remember walking in just being like, are you kidding me? This is where our parents are going to show up tomorrow, like here at the Cow Palace, right? And they have like pictures on the wall of every like rodeo champion ever. <laughs> so all these old dudes, right? All these old white dudes in cowboy hats, right? And I'm just like, what is going on, right? So we're at the Cow Palace, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is this is terrible. And I could tell that Varsity was upset too, like they were embarrassed to show us, you know, do the tour with us. And all I'm thinking is our parents are coming to this tomorrow. They're going to be so pissed. And so we go and, you know, the event was cool. But because they they split D1, D2, they split so that D1s competed in the morning and D2s competed in the afternoon. We were done by like, you know, 11, 12, 1 o'clock each day. It was super early day for us, right? We first team competes at like 8. We were done by 1, super easy. And we did that both days. And I remember when we were done, Daily City, I'm not sure if I said this already, but Daily City's not too far outside of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And so we decided, hey, we're going to go to San Francisco tonight or today, right? And we went to San Francisco. And I saw all of our families in, in downtown walking around, looking, having the time of their life, right? Just enjoying downtown San Francisco and just like we're having such a good time. And I remember being so upset about the venue 
that I realized it made up for it by being in a cool city like San Francisco or being so close to San Francisco, right? And I was like, okay, we need to make sure that when we go places, like it's a place that families can actually enjoy outside of the competition. Because, you know, it's more than just the daughter who goes and competes. You know, they're bringing the sister who doesn't cheer and the brother who doesn't cheer and grandma, right? And they're bringing everyone and it turns into like this little mini family vacay where families can go actually enjoy besides the, you know, the five minutes that the kids actually are out there on, on the stage. So, so the venue, the city, and actually having deep divisions. And I felt that one up met all of those things. Like the venue yeah. was incredible. Nashville was a blast and divisions were like some of the deepest divisions we've had all season long. Right. So anyway, B, what do you think makes a good event? I definitely think the city does. Um, especially like if it's out of town, you know, like Nashville, there was so many things that we you could do in Nashville. Um, you know, like when we would go to Fresno, like there's not really much to do in Fresno. There is a restaurant up there and we went to it one time, but I can't remember what place it was. And it was actually the weekend that I took over the Instagram. Um, oh, yeah, but yeah. there's not, re- there's not really much to do up there. Um, but definitely, I think definitely a good city. Um, the deep divisions for sure. Uh, I think it is absolutely ridiculous when they split divisions between A and B. Um, just for the simple fact of, okay, let's go back to like bring it on days to be the best. You have to compete against the best. So if, teams in a division and you split it between an A and a B, you're only competing against you and someone else. Like why not have everybody like that? And that's just how I feel. Like if my daughters are going to compete against nine teams and you know, they get eighth place. Well, that sucks. We have a lot to improve on, but I, I would rather them compete against more teams and, you know, hopefully win and beat those teams than just compete against, you know, another team. Um, So I agree with the deep divisions. I personally feel like the more people that are in your division and the better you place, it just proves how hard you work, how much work your coaches put in, your discipline, that type of thing. There we go. All right, B. I'm glad that we agree. But we need to hear this (laughs) from the parents. We do need to hear this from the parents. Now, here we go. I, we gotta go back to this is why I debated which one I should tell first because we kind of like anyway we're gonna talk about senior block real quick. For those of you guys who have been listening, if you've been following the podcast for a while, you know that I was a little peeved when senior black didn't get the paid bid at GSSA. So back mm-hmm. in January, we're in first place after day one. We nail our routine, which I, I think it's. I think it's black and white that they had a better routine on day two than they had on day one. And our score went down significantly and I'm upset. We don't get the paid bid and I'm like infuriated. Right. I vent about it the next day on the podcast. Right. And since then we've been chasing that paid bid. Right. We had spirit sports next and you know, spirit sports, great event. It's, you know, Big event out here in California. All the heavy hitters go there. So it's a hard event to get paid at. Uh, obviously, we didn't get paid. Our next, I think, paid bid event was NCA, which is another, obviously, the heaviest of the heaviest hitters go to NCA. So really hard to get paid at NCA. They only give out 
two paid bids per level. And, you know, I never really count on getting a paid bid at NCA. Although I've gotten one once. That was really, really cool. So, but, you know, I never really count on getting a paid bid at NCA because it's hard enough to win your division, let alone be the highest scoring, you know, team across the whole level, right? And then, which left us with Nashville, which is very late in the season to still be trying to get a paid bid. But it's like, man, here we go. So, but I think we have the team that can go and win a paid bid. And so, you know, we're training, we're working hard. I'm trying to make sure that we are on it for for Nashville. And day one, we're back there. I'm feeling good. And we've been having some good practices. We've been trying to clean up our execution. And, you know, I I personally feel or felt at the time, if we can hit two zero deduction routines, right? Execute them, you know, the way we know how to execute, that we will put ourselves, we'll be in a good position to win a paid bid, right? And so, you know, we're going. And um, day one, we're trying to work on rolling our hips in our jumps. And we'll be trying to do it all season long and, you know, trying to get that height driver in those jumps, right? Anyway, so in the warm-up room, uh, one-up had a very long warm-up process. So we had more time than we usually get it in other other events. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, all right, well, we got some things to do. Let's let, Hey, let's do our roll-the-hip drill. So we do this drill. The kids on the ground, and they roll their hips. And so they're rolling their hips. And I'm looking at this girl and, you know, she kind of has like this look on her face and she's like, ah, you know, mm, that kind of hurt. I'm like, okay. And we go, all right, guys, stand up, do your toe touch. And they do their toe, they do a toe touch and she doesn't give me a toe touch. She gives me like a straddle jump and this girl's a pretty good jumper, right? She gives me like this straddle jump, right? With like kind of, I want to say no effort, but it wasn't a good effort right and she looks at me and like i call her what's going on kid and she goes coach i really gotta go to the bathroom and i go okay and i'm thinking yo she got a little boo-boo tummy i got you i feel you <laughs> go, go ahead oh my god jason what you know you know you get boo-boo tummy sometimes you're like yo coach if i jump it's gonna be bad news for everybody <laughs> so and she's a hard worker she's one of the hardest workers we have in the gym right super hard worker so when she didn't give me like her full effort on that toe touch, like I knew something was wrong, right? So I go, go ahead, go to the bathroom. So she runs out. I go, hey, it's right outside the warm-up room. Um, but you're gonna have to prop the door open because like they lock from the from the inside. And so she's like, okay. So she goes, she takes off. And then I send one of our other coaches. I send Coach Bailey. I go, Bailey, hey, can you wait by the the door? Liv's gonna come back. And, you know, the door's locked, so just be there and just guide her back to the warm-up floor. So, okay. So, we continue with warm-ups. I see her walk in, right? I see the athlete walk in back into the warm-up room. But we start walking to our next mat, which is our tumble strip. We start walking to our next tumble strip. But there's big pillars throughout this whole warm-up room. So, as I'm walking, I kind of lose where she was standing. But I'm waiting for her to pop out the other side of the pillar so we can start with warm-ups, right? Start warming up our tumbling. And I kind of lose her. I'm like, hey, where's she at? Like, oh, she's still back. Yeah, I waited for a while, right? I'm like, oh, she's still back there with, with Coach Bailey. 
And I go and I look, and I'm like, oh man, and she's like crying, right? Athletes crying, like doesn't doesn't look good from where I'm standing. And she's on the other side, so you know I can't tell what they're saying, but it doesn't look good. She's definitely crying and doesn't look good. So I call them both over there. Bailey, take care of this. Hey, kid, what's going on? She's like, coach, I do not feel good. I'm not feeling good at all, right? And she's just like, coach, I'm not like, I don't know. I'm like, well, what's wrong? She's like, I I just feel like I got to throw up. I feel, I just don't feel good. And she's crying. And, you know, it's like, man. Yeah, that's the, and that's the position. I feel like all of us coaches have been in this position before where you're like, yeah, but we're about to compete. So I'm going to need you to like get it together <laughs> just for the next couple of minutes, right? And, but I'm thinking, no, but this is someone's daughter, right? This is someone's daughter. Mm-hmm. And as much as like, and I know the paid bids on the line, right? I know we have an opportunity to go win this thing. And as much as I want to say, kid, you're not going to suck it up, right? And get, we'll figure it out after me or after afterwards it's like all right kid like let's let's get some water in you let's do this and you know none of my remedies are helping like and first aid was like not helping at all like they're just like yeah we got tape and ice you know (laughs) like all right so So, funny thing is is i know exactly who you're talking about because i'm really really good friends with the mom there we go they probably would be like, yo, you got to suck it up, kid. But, you know, uh, but yeah, I, I, I can't be the one that said that, say that, right? There are some other coaches out there who made, who made that kid go. But I was like, yo, there's a real kid. There's a real kid with real parents, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's someone's daughter here, you know. And, and you know, I've never seen this happen. Like, if a kid gets injured, they 100% go, okay, let's try to rearrange you and fix. But I've never seen someone just like, start not feeling well like i just don't feel good right like i even know what to tell the event producers like i was like yeah she's not hurt she just doesn't feel well and i kind of feel like they're like really jason's what you're bothering me about like she doesn't feel well (laughs) (laughs) she's got boo-boo tummy right (laughs) but i'm like all right kid if we gotta stop the competition for you i'll stop the competition for you like i'll stop this thing right and um you know, then she just like lost it. Like it just progressively got worse. And I think she started like having like a panic attack. Uh, I don't want to say she had a panic attack. She just wasn't feeling right. And I just think it got kind of overwhelming for her, like Mm -hmm. emotionally along with like her physical ailments, you know? And, you know, then the team had to wait a couple of hours. I think we waited like an hour or two before we actually took the stage again. And, you know, she went out there. Nailed her routine, killed it. First place after day one for the bid. Huh, all right. Now we got to do it one more time. I was already in this position for GSSA where we counted our, after they hit, I counted my eggs before they hatched or my chicks before they hatched. And um, we stayed focused. We nailed it. We got our scores. Our scores actually went up this time. And for those of you guys who've been wanting to know, is Senior Black ever going to redeem themselves and get that paid bid that they so much deserved at GSSA? Yes, they did. G- Senior Black finally got that paid bid that we've been chasing all se- all season long. And um, B, I got something for you. 
before you have something for me, you know, we were, we stayed, me and the girls and my husband, we stayed to watch Senior Black. The twins wanted to watch them so bad. So we're, you know, in the pit, watch, waiting, waiting, waiting. There's a break. And then all of a sudden, everybody starts like moving to like the left of the stage because you're like pulling them over. Oh, yeah. And you were like, we have an athlete that is, you know, is not feeling very well. They're like, she's, you're like, she's not hurt, but she's not feeling very well. Obviously, it's not your kid because the parent has already been made aware. And I was like, oh, and you're like, they're, we'll text you when they're going to compete. So I tell the girls, I'm like, well, we're leaving. Like, you know, we, there's no telling how long it's going to be, blah, blah, blah. So we leave. And then, you know, you send that text message. I'm like, okay, well, it would have been two hours. So, um, we get back to the hotel and, you know, I'm super good friends with the mom. Um, I always braid this girl's hair before competitions. I always spray tan her. So I like <laughs> really know about it. So they come to the hotel that night and the mom starts telling me and she, she starts telling me what happened. And I'm like, oh my God, that was her. I'm like, Jason told everybody that something wasn't right. I'm like, holy cow. And, you know, it's funny because we always kind of talk about this, like, on comp days because I either, like, braid her hair the night before or the morning of. And, you know, the mom's a nurse, so the mom knows, like, you know, what's going on with her daughter. But I was just like, holy cow. So the next day when I saw her, I was like, did you eat something? Do you have something in your backpack? Are you okay? Yeah. She's like, yes, Brittany, yes, I'm good. Yeah, and as it turns out, it, it seemed like she just didn't eat enough, like, the night before or that morning and just hadn't eaten. And, you know. Man, so you know what's funny about that when I called all the parents over is you guys are all waiting to watch the routine. You guys are all, like, waiting in the cage to watch Senior Black come on. And I come out from backstage. And I'm like, hey, guys, come over here. And I saw all the parents look at me. Acknowledge that they heard me for like, no, but I got a good spot right here and I really don't want to lose my spot like in the yeah. cage. And I was like, I, could, I was like, hey guys, come over here. And people were like, yeah, just tell us from here. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey guys, they're not going on. They're not, just come over here because you're not, they're not going on right now. Oh, okay. Then everyone started to move, move their way over. <laughs> like, I don't want to lose my spot, Jason. All right. And stay there. Yeah. Then. So anyway. Yeah, crazy times. Oh, so B, remember last year, right after South, we did the pod right after Myrtle Beach? And I mm-hmm. was like, hey, B, guess what? Junior White would have won the paid bid. And you're like, oh, they would have? I don't want to say anything because I'm just like thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Junior White would have won the paid bid this weekend. So. Oh, my goodness. Go the paid bid instead yeah. of senior black no not instead of senior black okay. then we won one in addition to senior black you know i think that's two years in a row that's a sign that you might need to start taking that level one team again just saying i don't know if it's a sign it's a sign that we have great coaches and uh great hardworking we athletes did. and that we can do anything we put our minds to like beating teams so, that are trying to go to the summit Speaking of hardworking coaches, so day one, um, we're, you know, the girls are performing and they're on opposite sides. So we're like constantly like looking back and forth. And um, I'm 
I'm looking at Rylan and like her face is just like beet red. Like she could, she's got tears in her eyes. I'm like, oh my God. So I turned to Ryan and I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, she's mad. She was off on her timing for her jumps. She was a little behind. I'm like, okay. So screaming like crazy, like, let's go Rye, like yelling. And she's right, like right in front of me. So I know she hears me and they tell me, after every competition, yes, we hear you. You're so loud. It's so annoying, blah, blah, blah. And I am like just crazy going loud for her saying her name. And I see her like start to get a smile on her face. And I'm like, okay, cool. She heard me. She's good. And when they get out, I'm like, why were you crying? Like, what was wrong? Coach Claire told me. And she went on to tell what Coach Claire had told her. She's like, I don't know why she would tell me that right before I went on. I yeah. Just like, I just like kind of like laughed a little bit and you know, we have like a huge, like huge, huge spot in our heart for Claire. We've had Claire since day one. Like she is like their like little mommy when they're with her at cheer. Like they just like her and Bailey, we've had them since the beginning. So she is very near and dear to the twins' heart. And I was just like, okay, thank God you weren't crying because like you thought you messed up or something. Cause yeah, you know, <laughs> just like, and then I, I, I talked to Claire later and I, I asked her and she had a very valid reason, you know, whatever, that's her choice. Um, but it was just funny because I was so afraid that she was like crying because she messed up. Um, spirit sports, she came off a of day one crying because she missed a back walkover or something she's yeah. very 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 critical and hard on herself so i'm like okay like you're sad that you messed up on like your jumps that's what her dad told me she's like no it's because of this um, so i was like really relieved because of how hard she is on herself um but i mean it's just no funny it's the way a weird the athletes yeah and i don't know what's funny is that got brought up later um for those of you guys who don't understand the context clues, Claire won't be with us next year, but she's not leaving until September. Mm-hmm. So typically, you know, when uh, Trey left or when Christina left, right, I made an announcement, hey, this coach isn't going to be with us next year, blah, blah. And, you know, we make an announcement about it, but Claire's not leaving until September. And so it's like there's no reason to, like, rush it right now. I mean, it's not like she's not going to be here tomorrow. I mean, she'll still be here throughout the whole entire summer. She won't be here like this time next year, but she'll be like with us during the summer, right? So, oh, we don't need to tell anyone right now. There's no need to tell everyone right now. And Claire said, yeah, the kids were crying. How she told me was the kids found out I wasn't going to be here anymore. And so it what it sounded like to me was that someone knew that she wasn't going to be here. And someone spilled the beans like backstage. And so Claire decided to clear the air. Other than that, I have no idea why a coach would go, hey, guys, are you guys about to go compete? I'm not going to be here next year, by the way. Right. (laughs) And like send the kids out on stage. And I was like, "Okay, let's give it the what story makes sense. The story that makes sense is someone found out and you know claire has a sister on the team so obviously claire's yeah. sister's knows knows so you know claire's sister's 12 years old so it's not like she 
is a steel trap, right, as far as keeping secret. So I understand. I'm not saying this is what happened. I'm just trying to piece together in my mind what's something plausible. Maybe Claire's sister told someone who told someone else who decided, hey, I'm going to bring this up right now. And Claire goes, well, yeah, it's kind of true. Bad timing, right? Because I had no idea why else a coach would go, hey, guys. Um, go out there, make sure your ankles together at the bottom of your jumps, make sure we freeze in those stunts, and I'm not going to be coaching you guys next year. <laughs> go have fun. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it was kind of, and I haven't like cleared up the story with her. I just assumed, I was like, that has to be the reason, right? That has to be the reason why yeah. that would happen like that. So Yeah, and know, you, you know, know she has such a, she has such a, a good head on her shoulders that, you know, uh, I, she had to have like a logical reason behind it. But I mean, going back to like, we have great coaches. That's where my like story was stemming from is yeah, that we, yeah. have, we have great coaches. And I mean, I've known for so long, you know, that Claire, well not for so long, but I've known that Claire wanted to, you know, do what she wants to do and what she's going to do. And, you know, COVID kind of put a damper in that, um, you know, so it, we do like we have fabulous coaches that coach these kids up and you know like we had said a couple episodes ago that it's just bailey and claire that are coaching this you know level one junior white team and they have done a phenomenal job and i'm i can only speak for you know junior white because that's the team my kids are on but they just the phenomenal they have put so much work and you know dedication and heart into this team and it truly truly shows out there on the mat and you know as all the all of our american teams um it was great to take you know a broom and you know sweep the weekend um that was fabulous i also like i told my husband i'm like it's so cool that we haven't competed against any of these teams before you know like Mm -hmm. i mean top gun we've competed against top gun here and there maybe not that exact team um but so many gyms that i was like i've never heard of that gym before i've never heard of that gym before um to be able to go that far and you know dominate and produce clean fabulous great looking routines was just so cool and you know it says a lot to what you and ashley are building this program to be and what you have built this program to be is amazing i mean realistically so you guys are doing such a good job. I mean, just to go there and, you know, I mean, when we compete here, you know, we compete against a lot of the same teams throughout the season Yeah. and not competing against any of those teams before and doing such a great job is as a parent, it felt awesome. Like <laughs> my husband's like, that's what we pay for right there. There we go. Some would say coach Ashley and I are doing a scrum job. Just saying. Scrum lesson. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, V. So uh, let's get to this. I have a question for you. So what I want to do is go back to what makes a – oh, real quick. Those who want to know. We All the teams won. Oh, B already said this. We swept. Junior White had the highest level one score. Junior Blue had the highest level two score. Senior three had the highest level three score. Or Senior Black, Senior three, had the highest level three score, plus the paid bid. And Senior four, Senior four. Jay Red had the highest level four score and the highest score of the entire event with a 99.05. I'll let you, boy, let's go. Y'all need to stop playing with me. Shout out to Jay Red. 
Um, all right, so I have a question for you. Phenomenal, like yeah, so good. It. Man, so much stuff I still want to talk about. But I have to ask, I have to ask you this question right here. B, I want to know which events on our schedule would you fly across the country for, right? So it's one thing what's in your backyard. You're like, oh, yeah, you know, it's not bad for being here. But would you fly? You have to tell me what events on our schedule would you fly across the country for. Now, event producers, if you happen to hear this, this is Brittany's opinion. I have not prepped her on any of these, so don't take this out on me. This is just the opinion of Be More. I'm not saying it's my opinion. I'm not even sure if I'll give you my opinion. But we're going to hear it from, from the horse's mouth. All right, B. The Baco Battle. Would you fly across the country for it? No. <laughs> hard, hard no. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't yeah, drive I, I agree. to Bakersfield for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but it's the truth. Right. <laughs> Parents, if you're listening and I say something that you don't like, please don't get mad at me. It's just my opinion. I have no right. influence on the schedule. I wouldn't try further than Bakersfield for that. Okay, here you go. I agree. I, I would not fly across the country for, for the Mako battle. Um, what's our next event after that? Uh, we did American Grand. Would you fly across the country for American Grand? Um, American Grand, that was the one in Vegas, right? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. You know what? I, I thought maybe too. Not if we were in dire straits, if we were the way we were last year where there's so many limited live events and it was like mm-hmm. my only option, I would fly across the country for it. Yeah. I would yeah, fly across the country for their option B because it was option B this year. If it were full on American Grand the way it used to be, then I'd probably lean more towards yes. But American Grand, option B, I would if I had to. But if it was going to be like that every year, which I know it's not going to be like that every year, but I would – I would. I, I don't know if I actually would. But American Grand back in the day, I'd probably fly across the country for it. Um, what's after American Grand? Uh, we had GSSA Bakersfield. Would you fly across the country for GSSA Bakersfield? No. She goes no. And I think – no, you know, when my friends call me from other uh, places, hey, what event should we go to in California? I don't think GSSA Baker, But, guys, I love GSSA Bakersfield. I love – we need to keep events in the Central Valley. Not a lot of events come out here to the Central Valley. But um, we need to keep GSSA in the Central Valley, in Bakersfield. But I don't think I would – I don't think I would fly across the country for GSSA Bakersfield. All right, let's see. Uh, what's after that? We go to Spirit Sports, I believe, after GSSA Bakersfield. So, would you fly across the country to go to Spirit Sports, Palm Springs? One hundred percent. Hundo, I think I would. I think I, I think I would have to fly. I think I would go. It's a good destination. Usually, the weather holds up, so it's a pretty good spot weather-wise. It's only rained maybe once since I've been going to that event usually the weather's great they have lots of stuff to do outside it meets all the criteria that we talked about makes mm-hmm. a great event uh deep divisions great city great venue mm-hmm. i would fly across the country for spirit sports uh after spirit sports we went to jams nationals in las vegas would you fly across the country for jams nationals um two-part answer if 
if my girls were on in the so just in the future if my girls were on a team that didn't go to summit yes i would if my girls were on a team that did go to summit no i wouldn't because there are no bids i personally would want to go like i would want to fly places that there's bids if my daughters are on a team that can receive bids there we go but event wise you like it yeah it's fun it's um it's really upbeat i love the way they do the awards the awards are a great um you know the in between like little intermissions when they have the the People out there tumbling Staff, and yeah. stunting. Yeah, that I, I like. I like the event. The event is good. There we go. And I, I would fly across the country. Yeah, I think it's a good event. Uh, and it depends on what, um, where exactly you're from, which makes it, you know, more feasible. But I would fly across the country for jeans. I think they have a, a great event. You bring up something with the bids. They do have world's bids. So that actually makes it a lot better for world's teams to fly across mm -hmm. the country for. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a good event. And yeah, and I think now that you bring that up, yeah, would I want to fly across the country for an event that doesn't give summit bids? And I think that's a good, that's something good to bring up that I haven't really thought about because it's in our backyard. Basically, it's only like a four-hour drive for us. So mm -hmm. it is a good event to go to. But yeah, I, I would fly across the country. But I guess I would have to consider if we were a, a summit program or not. Um, after that, NCA All-Star Nationals. I think the world flies across the country for NCA. Would you fly across the country? We are. It's already a flight for us. We're, it's already on the schedule. Um, I don't know. Anything you want to add? You haven't been, so you don't, you don't know. No, I haven't. I can't wait to go, you know, whenever the time calls. Uh, but, I mean, I would fly to Dallas. I got some friends that live there, so... <laughs> There we go. Um, after that, we went to Nashville. So, would you fly again to Nashville? I would fly again to Nashville. Um, I would make sure to designate more time to stay because there's a lot that I would like to see. Um, would I want to fly there every year for a competition? No, um, because I... If we're gonna fly somewhere, I would want to experience different things, um, I, you know, different competitions, not just like the city and things like that. But I would want to experience different competitions. Um, yeah, I truly would love to go to cheer sports. Um, I think it's in Atlanta. Uh, mm -hmm. So you know, I don't know. I I, I would go there again for one up. Um, but every single year, I mean, I would like to try something different. Yeah. And cheer sport's a cool competition. I like cheer sport. It's been a long time since I've been to cheer sport, but I liked one up and I get, you want to go try different things. And I, and I understand that I, I want to try different things too. I still think, I don't think it's going to be on the schedule next year. I don't even think I'm going to consider putting on the schedule next year. But one of these days I want to do see the sky and try out Vancouver and see what that's actually yeah. like. But yeah, I want to try out different events and see what else is going on. Because again, I had no idea about Nashville. I had no idea how good of an event that was going to be. Yeah. And I would have brought up sooner if I would have known how good of an event that would have been. And there's other, and I'm guessing there are other event, there are other diamonds in the rough out there that have, yeah you know, great events. And we're like, how come no one ever told us about how good of an event this was, right? So yeah. 
So yeah, I would definitely fly to Nashville again. I would definitely fly again to Nashville, but on that same breath, I do want to see what other events are out there um, mm-hmm. to see if there's anything else like Nashville. Because I think, you know, part of the whole experience is going out and seeing the city and having that family time more than just, again, the five minutes that the kids get on the um, the mat. Um, Last one. Would you fly across the country for – oh, you didn't go this year. But would you fly across the country – but you've been before. Would you fly across the country for the SoCal Challenge Cup? The Jams one in Irvine. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I would not. It's, it's only event, one though. day. Yeah. It's only one day. So it's not like, I mean, if it was a two day, I mean, it's a good event. So if it was a two day, yeah, I would. But just being a one day, no, I wouldn't. You know what's so funny about you saying it's a one day? I asked the staff their opinion on, hey, what competitions do you guys want to go to? Send me your mock competition schedule. You want me to send you my mock? No, no, no. I asked the staff to do this. Oh, okay. (laughs) Hey, staff, send me your mock competition schedule. I actually, I I think about asking parents next year to send me mock competition schedules. But I said, send me your mock competition schedule. (laughs) Two different people on staff had Nashville on there, but had a one day. I was like, a one-day? Guys, we're not flying across the country for a one-day event. You guys are crazy. You kidding me right now? A one-day event? No. Stop it. So um, that made me laugh. That two two people on staff put – there. apparently there's a nat, there's a one-day in Nashville. I don't even know if it's at, uh, at the Gaylord. It's somewhere. And I was like, yeah, no. So good try, though, guys. Our families would kill us if we flew across the country for a one-day event. Yeah. They'd kill us. So – Anyway, dude, we've been talking over an hour. I had one more thing I wanted to bring up, but I guess I can bring it up next week. I can bring it up next week. I have something that I want to bring up. Oh, wait. Oh, go ahead. B, I got one more thing I want to bring up, and then we'll we'll get back to you. Actually, I know what you want to bring up, so I'm going to set you up. This is going to be a perfect setup. You played volleyball, right? I mean, I know how, yeah. Well, this is going to be a perfect set. You're about to spike it. Dude, so B, quick story. I was and if and if it's not, then just just say, well, I have something else I want to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> so I was oh, you could be talking about something else, but I don't I think this is what you're talking about. I um I had to go to the bathroom in between Senior Black was like about to take the stage, and I had to go to the bathroom at one up. And so they still had like four teams ahead of them. And I, so I had plenty of time to go to the bathroom real quick. So I walked down the little hallway and I walk out uh, to like where all the, remember where they're selling all the t-shirts and stuff at? Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So like in that little lobby area place, there's like a bathroom right before you walk behind the stages. So I walk out and this uh, nice lady, older, older lady comes up to me. It's like, do you know where Delta A is? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, Delta A. Delta A, you're going to walk all the way down this way. And you're going to turn. And then I'm guessing it was her daughter who was closer to you know our age was like, are you Jason Larkins? <laughs> I go, I, I am Jason Larkins. So she's like, I listen to the podcast. I love the podcast. Da, 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 da. So starts talking to me about the podcast, right? 
And then the mom, true mom fashion, solely something the mom would do. Take a picture. You guys got to take a picture together. Here, get right here. It's like we stand next to like the warm up sign. <laughs> like the one up warm up. I'm like, hey, right? So we take a picture. So shout out to everyone who um, listens to the podcast. B, by chance, did you run into anyone who listens to the podcast this weekend or last weekend, whenever it was? No, I didn't. And I was kind of kicking myself in the butt because <laughs> I left my Let's Talk Cheer shirt at home. And I usually wear it on Sundays. And I left it at home because I I had issues before we left. Um, but no, I didn't. Oh, she actually asked about you, that, that lady. Hmm. The girl closer. It's like, is is B more here? Like, she's here somewhere. I don't know. It's like, it's a big place. I'm not sure she's at right now. <laughs> you always run into people. I I do. I did it spirit sports, but that was it. Um, and uh, you always hear about people. But so before we left, um, I, we left on Thursday, and I had um, two spray tans at like three o'clock, and. It actually was, you know, um, the athlete from Senior Black. I text her mom. I'm like, hey, are you still coming for a spray tan? And she's like, yeah, it's at 7, right? And I'm like, no, it's at 3. If you come at 7, I won't be here. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like loading. She's like, okay, we'll be there by 4. So I'm like loading my suitcase up, and I'm like walking like around my bed. And my husband has this big box on the ground, and I stub my left pinky toe. The worst. So, no, no, this was bad. Like so incredibly bad that I can't even walk on my foot. Like I thought my, it's not broken. I thought it was broken. I could not, like I was walking on like the inside of my foot because I still had to pack. I still had to do spray tans. Yeah. I, still, I still had things to do. So we're, it, it was in the worse than childbirth pain. Um, it was, <laughs> I Nothing really compares to that, but it was worse than that. It was terrible. And so we're like going through the airport and I can barely walk. And my, you know, my girls and my husband are like way up in front of me and they like, okay, we've got to stop for mom. When we landed in Nashville, I'm like, we need to find crutches. We need to find a scooter. We need to find a boot. Like I can't, there's no way I can go to this competition without having something. Yeah. And, um, we did find, you know, something, but it's still, it was the worst. <laughs> like I'm like, uh, before a cheer competition like this is not good not good at all ashley broke her foot in georgia one year well the one year we went to cheer sport yeah ashley broke her foot so she had i had to push her in a in a wheelchair we had just started dating we only been dating like a week so i wasn't like sure she's the one so i'm like man this better win me some brownie points <laughs> I'm just joking. I loved her from the moment I met her. But yeah, I remember having to push her around in a wheelchair that weekend. Um, yeah. It was right good. Jump. So but I do want to give a huge shout out. Um, they sometimes go unrecognized, but after this weekend, um, someone brought it up to me uh, about, you know, we talk about cheer moms all the time. We cannot forget about the cheer dads. There we so, go. This is what I was hoping you were bringing up. Was this a dad yeah. in our program or a dad from another program? This was a dad in our program. And if oh, I must say. Gotcha. I thought it was a I dad say, in another program. No, he he's a dad in our program. Um, but he is a 
dad that all dads should strive to be. He is at every single team's performance, always. I've never not seen him at any teams. His daughter's not even on my daughter's team. And yeah. um, he, he's loud. He gets the crowd going. He doesn't stop. He supports these athletes. You know who I'm talking about. Now that you yeah, now I said now that you've said this, I have enough clues. I know who you're talking about. All right. So who is it? Mr. Chris McGonagall. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. No, he's the best. There. We need to get him a um when I cheer, when I played football in high school, we had a super fan and he came to everyone's game. Everyone's game. Freshman JV varsity, home away. And I remember one of my coaches my freshman year said, I remember him saying, he's been coming to games since my freshman year, right? My coach said that. So never, ever missed a game. And he was like, he started like all the cheers for everyone. Like he mm-hmm. was the super, like he had a Letterman's jacket that said super fan on the back. Like we need to get Chris a uh, super fan jacket, like a Letterman's jacket, yeah. an American cheer Letterman's jacket that says super fan. And yeah, because he's great. He's at every event or not every, obviously he's at every event, but every um performance of the day gets the crowd going you know and it's just like it's so funny because there's always like that dead silence right before the team takes the stage and he's always like let's go senior black you guys bring down the house let's go right yes. and it's just like there we go right <laughs> his is. daughter's always like ah my dad <laughs> i'm like i love it casey he's the best yes. He is number one cheer dad. Um, He, I mean, I just, I never really thought about it. And we were standing there talking to him and he's like, I listen to your guys' podcast all the time. He's like, you guys, you know, you're doing a great job. Uh, You know, he's like, but you always talk about cheer moms. Like, what about us cheer dads? And I'm like, you know what? You are so right. Then I instantly text you. I'm like, hey, cheer dads. Got to talk about cheer dads. Yeah. And he is the true definition of a cheer dad. So I truly thank you, Chris. You do so much to get us parents hyped up. And it really is so cool that you support all of our athletes. Uh, so number one cheer dad out there, thank you. There we go. Shout out to Mr. Chris McGonagall. He actually did. I, I should shout him out again. He, or well, not he. I guess his daughter did it. She like raised... What team was it for? It was for Youth Black. It was for Youth COVID. Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. You know what's funny? I thought it was Youth Black, but since it was Summit, I was like, well, it couldn't have been Youth Black, but it was before they canceled uh, youth yeah. teams going to Summit. Yeah. 2020. His daughter raised all that money. Yeah, the the last year of Summit, his daughter raised all that money so that it paid for the Summit fees. So anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, right? So there's additional costs that the gym – has for when you go to the summit, right? Coaches fees and flights and planes and, you know, everything that in the summit gear and all that stuff. His daughter went to a bunch of businesses and individuals in town and raised enough money to pay for all the athletes summit fees. And, you know, so he brought like this huge check to the gym. Um, That was the year that summit got canceled. So those families end up just getting the money in their account. But it was super cool. So anyway, great family. Those are the type of families like that you want in the gym, right? Yeah. Like just supportive. You know, if he has, if he ever has a critique, like he lets me know in like a, a nice way, right? Like, hey, mm-hmm. I had this issue. Da da da. Can we talk about it? Awesome. Let's talk about it, right? And like you know, we have conversations. 
like real conversations like man to man, right? So, you know, it's a type of, and, you know, daughter's super dedicated, always in the gym, um, right? So, you know, those type of families that you want in the gym for sure. So shout out to to Chris and Casey and the whole the whole fam. But yeah, so this other thing I want to talk about, I guess we're just going to talk about next week. It'll, it'll make sense okay. next week. Varsity came out with a new their new score sheet. They're like revamping the whole score sheet. Real, totally new, totally revamped. Um, so this will fit in with next week's talk because we're just going to talk all score sheet next week. So stay tuned for that because I, again, like I said, I had an I had a grievance with the industry this week about why they didn't let us know about one up, and I have a grievance not with varsity but with the industry once again. That I'll be sharing next week. So anyway, let's do something else you want to bring up, B. I know you got things to do. Happy Easter, everyone. I think Easter yes, has happy- already passed now if you're listening to this. Sorry, we're terrible <laughs> at that. <laughs> if you're listening, Easter has passed. No, nothing that I want to bring up um, at all. But, you know, um, Nashville was my daughter's uh, end of season competition. So I just want to say thank you to you um for supplying your staff with great direction and um the correct tools to teach all these athletes because it's a lot and um we had a fabulous season and we're looking forward to next season already so thank you jason markins we did we had a great season we really did have a great season it was it was a good it's crazy because i still have like the summit so I'm like still like mm-hmm. I'm still yeah. good, but for our teams that ended right, we had the Irvine event for the prep teams in midseason, and mm-hmm. they ended. They had a great finish to their season. All of our other, all of our non-summit teams had a great finish to their season. I'm glad that, and they had a great season in general. I thought, but I thought it was a really good way to way to finish the season out strong, right, with a nice fun event. And now we're off to the summit. So. Dude, here yeah. we go. We'll keep you guys updated on everything um, Orlando. But yeah, all right, B. If we don't have anything else, I nope. guess it's time for us to wrap up and get out of here. Guys, stay tuned. Yep. Be sure to like. Be sure to subscribe. Share this with a friend. And um, dude, nothing else. Five, six, seven, eight. We're out. We're out. Gym owners, directors, coaches, can you relate to this? You say to yourself, this season is going to be different. We're going to get all of our teams on the same page. Or maybe you're saying, we're going to get all of our coaches on the same page. You look out as the teams are practicing or maybe as they are competing and you know you can do more. Let me help you. I work with several gyms, large and small, each season, whether it's the summer and we do a coaches clinic or a stunt camp, or it's during the season and we do an in-person routine cleaning. I even do routine video reviews if you're just looking for some thorough feedback of the routine. You send me your routine and I send you a video back of your routine with everything I would fix and how I would fix it. Teams I have worked with have gone on to be world champions, NCAA all-star champions, NCAA collegiate champions, summit champions, and D2 summit champions. So if this sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can reach me via email at jasonlarkinsatme.com or you can DM me on Instagram at Jason Larkins. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. 
The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey guys, I really hope you enjoyed today's show. Do me a quick favor, hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about this podcast. It's a great way for you to show your support for the channel. I'm your host, Jason Larkins, and you've reached the end of Let's Talk Cheer with Jason. Thanks for listening.